Hello friends and fellow human beings and welcome to the Nonlinear Path, a space where we try to navigate through our ambiguous life journeys. I am your host Ntandengo Sihlabisa and I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening into the Nonlinear Path, the very, very first episode of this podcast. I am overjoyed, excited and all of these great things. On today's episode, we are talking about the church. Um, We're talking about the church as in the body of Christ and the church as in the congregation. And I am joined by my lovely friend, Uprevails Tole, who is an entrepreneur, a law student, soon to be billionaire, okay? And she is the owner and founder of Afrocan Cosmetics. I actually met her like a year ago and it feels like we've known each other our entire lives. She's like one of those people who take out the chaos in me. Um, She's absolutely wonderful. Sabona Sis. Sabona Miss Podcast. <laughs> City shine to you. Halala. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you, friend? I'm good. As I was saying, Guti, you are one of the people who take out the chaos, the chaos in me. Chaos. Chaos. What what made you decide to be my friend? Because I feel like when we met, it was like instant. Very, it was random also. Yeah. What happened? How we met? Yeah. We met at that ENC society when you're still the secretary. Oh, I yeah. remember you sent out emails. We met at the event. Yeah. I sent you an email first. Actually, I, do. I shoot the shot first. <laughs> I shoot the shot first and I text it. I'm like, hey, girl, I won't be able to come. Uh, can you please reserve a slice of pizza for me? He's like, no, we're going to postpone it and we're going to go to Bot Gardens. Hi, we went to Bot Gardens. Guess to see. We, I don't know. I was like, hey, you look familiar. Have I seen you from TV? Remember? I was like, uh-uh, I've seen you from TV. And I remember that, no, you actually, that girl was singing at church. Mm. Then, I don't know. We, started, we took a selfie. The receipts. People see that <laughs> what we say, we never make it up because we want to create content. We are honest people. We are honest yeah. people and very chaotic people. We are la- we we are the we are we. the loudest people. We 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 we, we is a it's it's a sound and ambulance <laughs> mix. <laughs> I'm not part of we we me. <laughs> we we we. Uh, uh, you are loud. I'm not loud. We are definitely loud for anyone who's listening. We are the loudest people I know. Anywho, getting into today's um, conversation. So I grew up in the church, right? Mm-hmm. I was an infant. Like, I was an infant in all night prayers. In my, in my mother's... Embryo. <laughs> in my mother's belly, I was already in all night prayers, worshipping the Lord. So I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. and that's just been my whole life. My family, we are Christian and all of that. And I know with you, you also grew up in the church, but you're a PK. Being a PK is different from just someone who's just growing up in the church because mm. you get to see like a lot of the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. What have been the ups and downs? What have been some of the good and some of the bad things mm-hmm. that you have experienced as a PK? Um, so I was not born a PK. When in my embryo days, I was not... <laughs> You are not a PK. No, in my fetus days, I was not a PK. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so let me start with the bad. Mm. The bad thing is that um, people within the church, they tend to put us on a pedestal. We are no longer, we are not different. We are not normal kids. Like a PK is like, ooh, we have to be an angel. We have to be holy. We have to get everything right. There's no room for us to fail. 
there's no room for us to make a mistake because mm. if I do that, yo, it's going to be on public blast. It's like I'm Obama's daughter, you know. Like, yeah, boy, like, it's like my dad is the president. And because if Obama's daughter does something, everyone like, is everyone gonna is going to, even if it's like a normal thing that a normal teenager or a normal girl would do, like you get more bashed. And people have the entire, they feel entitled to your life. They feel like sure. they their opinions matter and they can tell you what to do with your life. Like they want you to involve them in everything. Like I have to share everything about myself. I can't hide anything. I can't have uh, things to myself or to my family. I have to be an open book to everyone. They feel entitled to my life. They feel entitled to my journey growing up. They feel entitled to my studies. If I'm not going to do well at school and they know, they feel like they have the right to be sure. like, huh? but even their kid, even if I'm in the same class with their kid and their kid does the same thing that I do, it's okay. But for me, it's just like, they just put us on a pedestal and it's like all eyes on us. It's a huge spotlight, which I don't like that because it can be toxic. And also people feel like they are they have the right to say whatever they need to say mm. because I have to take it like a champ and move, which is what I don't like. The good side about being a PK is the family that you get to build the community that um you 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 get along the way. There are some people in the church that are very genuine that really really care as if they are part of your family. They care about me. They care about my siblings. They even check up on you. If there's mm. anything you need, you know that you can go to them even before you think about you need something. They're already there. So I think that's the good side of it. Yeah, mm. and. I actually, I like that, the whole community thing, because I've met most of the people in my life through church. Mm. People who I would have never come across. Example, Miss. Exactly. I don't think I would have ever come across mm, you. Because no. we were not even in the same race. We're not even doing the same Literally. Course. And we like met in church and yeah. we became friends. So mm. I think, Nami, another thing that I really love about the church is that you get to meet people from different walks of life mm. but you can now start like mm. living with them mm. which is super interesting for mm. me now i want to go back to you know us being in the church and you mm -hmm. being in the church as a pk mm -hmm. so many pks walk away from the church and like you mentioned that there are bad things like mm. people think they're entitled to your life mm. so many people are just like i don't want to do this mm. bye mm. what has made you with all that you've experienced and seen in the background, mm. still decide to stay in the church and serve? Um, so what has made me stay is my parents. Nem. Uh, shame. Like my parents are very protective over my siblings and I, over my family. And like I mentioned earlier, that you have people at church who feel entitled to your life. Like they feel like they have a say in your life. Obviously, yes, when, you know, I mean, in black communities, people feel like they're parents and they have, you know, opinions. But in the church, girl, it's like hectic. Like they feel entitled and they can say mean things and very harsh things. Hmm. And my parents have always protected us and have always defended us. So shout out to them. An example that I can give you, if you know Prevail, you know Prevail is always in jeans and sneakers. Like one thing about One you. thing about me. Mm -mm. For me to wear a dress, we have to fight. <laughs> like, we have to fight. We have to fight. So, um, growing up, um, obviously, we come from different 
backgrounds of churches. Some churches believe that you have to dress, dress uh, formally. Yeah, you don't like, wear pants. Yes, you don't wear pants because whatever. As for my church back at home, like, you can be decent. You can wear pants, but you can be decent. So I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to wear a dress. I don't have to wear a skirt. And it rubbed Abanya Abu Mama off because they're like, hey, this is not how we do it. Mm-hmm. Why is your child not wearing? How, how is she representing? And my mom is just like, one thing about you, you're not going to tell my child how to dress. If she feels comfortably the way she is and she is serving wholeheartedly, then there's nothing wrong. Sure. Like mm-hmm. pants are not a barrier between you and, and Jesus. Ex- how? Mm. You understand. So it's those things like the mean comments. Mm. Also, a second thing is that I'm going to church for myself. I'm not going to church because it's a must. I'm a PK. It's a must on Sunday. You know, that is a routine. I think I'm at an age now where I have a choice where I'd be like, I don't want to go to church. And I'm going to church because I have discovered my love for Christ. Come I on. love Jesus wholeheartedly. This is my own path. This is my own relationship with Christ. And no one or anything, I don't want any external influences or anything like that. So those are one of the reasons why I'm still at church. That is such a powerful thing that you have chosen this path for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's reminding me, like it's making me think of the people who have left church mm-hmm. or the people who are like, are dealing with church hurt Um, because maybe they don't have someone to protect them, Mm -hmm. like your mom Mm -hmm. and your dad. And they found themselves maybe hurt by Mm. leaders, by other people in the congregation. Mm. What would you say to those people who have left the church because Mm. of hurt that they've experienced? Um, I would say that, um, look at it in this perspective. I'm not saying that um, do not we're discarding away your wound or your wound is insignificant. But look at it from this perspective if you've never seen it from this perspective. The person who hurt you is a human, right? And yes, we are filled with the spirit of God, but sometimes our human nature, you know, pooja here and there, like it comes out and, you know, our flesh sometimes, you know, we do, there's wickedness, you know, and... Like, just have, just forgive them. Because the person who hurts you is that human being, not God. Hmm. And the reason why you're going to church is because of God. You're not going to church because of Untando. Hmm. If Untando hurt me, Untando is a human being created by God. The reason why we go to church is to fellowship and to worship God. So your reason must not be like, ah, because they hurt me, I'm even giving up on God. No, Hmm. no. Just pray that God gives you the grace to show you in this perspective and to show you that in as much as Ndando has hurt me, I'm also capable of hurting her. Like I have it in me, you know, I am human, you know, and I might not hurt her exactly how she's hurt me. I might hurt her in a different manner, you know. Maybe my weakness is to beat people. Maybe I can cause a church wound by punching a person. And Untando might have hurt me using words. I can't compare and be like, yeah, but me, it's better. It's it's just a physical bruise. Hers is an emotional bruise. It will stay with me forever. No. They, we are human and we are going to hurt each other. But that must the hurt must not be a reason to separate yourself from God. God is not the one who hurt you. He didn't come down from heaven and literally hurt you. So even if that person is an elder or a leader at church, understand that before anything else, they're human. And 
we are in a constant battle where our flesh and our spirit are fighting on a daily basis. So just pray for the grace to forgive them. You're not forgiving them for them, but for yourself. And you're also forgiving them so that it does not cause disruption between your relationship with God. Because the one thing about the enemy, he will use it as an excuse. Be like, oh, you want to go back to church? You know that one thing about Christians, they will mm, tell you that wigs are evil. <laughs> But that's 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 what happens. Exactly, that's a reality. Exactly, and the enemy will use anything that is petty, and that doesn't make sense. Focus on the author and the creator and the finisher of your life. That is Jesus Christ. Focus on that person. Focus on that relationship, mm. and then, yeah. Um, we are acknowledging the wound. Mm. Like the wound is an actual thing. Mm. And sometimes it's not even people who hurt you. Sometimes life can even distort our view of God and the church. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to seek help. Like mm. find someone who can, because at that moment your mind is telling you something. Mm. It's feeding you something that you are going to stop believing as truth. Mm. So find someone, get as much help and mm. deal and heal and go through all of those things because people have the potential to hurt us anyway. Like Even literally outside of church. It, so yeah. if Umama said dining hall dishes three cubes of beef, DH hats, <laughs> and you're not gonna eat at the dining hall anymore. Ever again. If your lecturer says, Wow, you failed, so when are you gonna drop out your degree because that was offensive to you? And you never go to another university exactly. ever again. If your sub warden gives you hours, when are you gonna pack up and leave this? Hi. <laughs> Uh -uh. Sure. So, yeah. But uh, even now, like the way that's mm. why I'm like, it's mm. so important mm. to get help mm. so that you you are not constantly feeding on yourself and you're able to heal mm. and you're able to um, walk with God again. Mm. Yeah. So now let's talk about the global church. Now the body of Christ mm -hmm. with everything that is happening, because there is always a lot yeah. happening. And uh, always a lot happening in the body and, you know, that is aimed at the body. Mm. Um, what is your prayer for the body of Christ as it waits for Christ to return? My biggest prayer is that we spread the truth. Our gospel needs to stop being filtered. Shem, one thing about the gospel this, these days, it's a microwave gospel. Sure. You pray today, tomorrow you get results. Like... We are afraid of telling people the truth because we like, yo, we're going to offend them. Oh, they're going to leave the church. Oh, they're going to criticize us. We're going to be canceled. We're going to be canceled. You know, we're afraid of cancel culture, but it doesn't matter because what we are saying is the truth, mm. you know, and the truth will set you free. We can't be calling ourselves um, disciple bakers, you know, uh, yes, guys, come into the kingdom of God, selling them false dreams, telling them that, yeah, once you get... Uh, born again, it's going to be sweet roses and it's going to be marshmallows. That's not the that's gospel. Not the, that's not the gospel. We have to tell them that one thing about the gospel, you're going to face trials and tribulation. Mm. But there's peace because, you know, you have Christ on your side, you're going to conquer them, but their trials and tribulations are, they, they? are there. So we need to stop filtering this gospel. We need to stop selling people dreams. We need to stop uh, sharing the gospel like it's an advert, like it's a reel hey. on Instagram. It's, oh, you know, we must, we, even if it, it does not look pretty, it does not look aesthetically pleasing, it's fine. It's the truth. And my prayer is that the body of Christ spreads the truth. Sure. As the body of Christ. Mm. As a gorgeous body. As a, we are a, a snatched <laughs> body. 
We are a snatched, a snatched body. body. Body goals. Yeah, see, body goals. Mm. The body of Christ is body, body goals. goals. I love to see it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> bo. Se kotlo ukubingelela abazalwa. Se kotlo kufula ngomkuleko. Wow. We forgot to open and to sing a bit. Sige shabeleke. Ah. But it's it's okay. Another day, another time. We give you all. Hey. The You're reminding me of <laughs> so I grew up in a very traditional church, right? Mm. Uh, like the Vai Vai yeah. traditional. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I can I just can't like in personality I'm Yoleo. Right? Nah. The vibrato is part of It's like I just mm. I can't sing a normal song ever again. Mm. Like I just have to churchanize it. Mm. You understand? Mm. Anywho, we've come to the last segment of the show, which is called Someone Somewhere, where I invite my guest to pray or encourage someone somewhere in the world in literally any kind of situation. It's all up to my guest. And we are doing this in hopes of, you know, that this will reach you, that this prayer or this encouragement is going to reach you. Or if you know somebody who's in this situation, that you would share it with them. Sister Prevail. Who is your someone somewhere? Um, because we, is it in or on this topic? Skoa. Because the church. Um, I think it's relevant that that someone somewhere is the pastors, right? Hmm. Pastors have such a heavy mandate, and all we do is criticize them. All we do is bash them, and we we don't actually take time to sit down and be like, who's praying for, for him? Who's supporting him? Who is helping him? And I think my prayer or encouragement to all the pastors out there is that, like, who have your back, who are praying for you, despite uh, the daggers that you're getting from social media, despite the criticism that you're getting from social media, there are people out there who are interceding on your behalf, who are praying for you. And my encouragement is that, do not stop the good fight. You are doing a very good job. Sure. You are doing a very good job. And this calling that God has called you into, yes, it's not easy. It's very hard. You have to deal with a lot of people. You you have to help people heal from trauma. And there's a lot of prayer, fasting, reading the word involved. But I just want to encourage you that is not in vain because you have such an important job. You have such a special job. What a privilege and an honor for you to be chosen as a vessel of Christ. You literally, it's like a waiter. You know, when you enter into a restaurant, they escort you to your table. And that's basically what you're doing. You are showing people the way, the truth and the life, um, who is Christ Jesus. And you are just basically escorting people into salvation, which is, you will be rewarded greatly in heaven. So do not give up, uh, irrespective, irregardless of the, People always talk. Yeah. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're whatever, a principal, a person in authority, people will always have something negative to say and they'll always highlight the negative. But I just encourage you today that look at the positives. The positives is that you are a child of God and God has your back and God will give you the strength. Continue the good fight. We are praying for you. We will support you, be it helping by serving in your churches, helping financially, helping in a anything. Like yeah. we are here for you. And yeah, don't give up and don't feel discouraged. Just I hope this lifts up your mood. Sure. 
Wow, that is absolutely beautiful. Um, if you know a pastor or you are a pastor, or if you know any leaders, I really hope that you take that encouragement and you share it with them that we continue praying for our pastors and our leaders. We have officially come to the end of this episode. Ah, Susie, thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Thank you for having me in this gorgeous, gorgeous podcast. Wow, what a gorgeous, adorable, cute, pretty podcast. Can you see the things that I have to deal with every single day? Anyway, thank you so much, Prevail, for coming onto this podcast. And encouraging the people, encouraging Abazalwani mm. to stay in the Lord. So then, wherever you are, whoever you are, whether you are still making your way back into the church or you've been in the church for a while or you still have issues or whether you're just trying to figure yourself out and your relationship with the church, know that God is for you. Above all things, God is for you. And you can always um, reach out to him for help and he will help you navigate whichever space you're in. And however many steps you take forward, however many steps you take back, there is so much grace for you. And that's it from me today, fellow human beings. See you next time on the Nonlinear Path podcast. Bye-bye.